This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hi, loves. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I'm your host, Allie, and I am so excited for today's guest. I have an incredible mother, woman, boss babe. She's a beauty industry executive. I have the amazing Stephanie Kramer, who is a senior beauty industry executive, adjunct professor of communications in the Fashion Institute of Technology, mother of two young sons, and advocate for working moms and pregnancy. Stephanie Kramer is the general manager of SkinCeuticals, a luxury medical skincare brand within L'Oreal's active cosmetics division. SkinCeuticals is the number one U.S. medical aesthetic brand in the world. She was promoted in December 2020, and her role of global senior vice president of marketing, product innovation, and retail, where her teams were responsible for new product development, go-to-market strategies, scientific communications, and project management. And there's so much, guys, I could tell you about her. Her bio goes on and on and on, but I am just amazed by this woman and mother. We connected through our amazing community, Hey Mama. So Stephanie, welcome to my show. Thank you, Allie. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. So like, I want to get into like all things. So first off, congrats on the promo back in December with SkinCeuticals. So amazing. Thank you. It's an awesome job. Yes. And like amazing products. I'm so excited you sent me some to use. And I mean, the company is like, I mean, obviously, as I just said, like number one in the world, huge, no big deal. (laughs) (laughs) It's casual. It's okay. (laughs) Seriously. Like it's a huge deal. So like, let's talk about that. You know, it's like, we're obviously like, you know, we're in a pandemic, you know, we're, you know, dealing with all things in the world. And it's like, you landed this massive, amazing job. Like what was that like for you getting such an opportunity in such a crazy time. I mean, it feels exactly as you're talking about it that way. Like I could not be more grateful, but also just more proud. I think, you know, the past year, you know, plus now for all of us has just felt so intense. And, you know, I really felt like I grew as a leader and as just as a person, Um, in this time and then to be given an opportunity to stretch even further um, really has just been a gift and to work on something like SkinCeuticals that I really believe in that's doing so well with such a really really strong team has been just amazing you know it it has allowed me to keep this energy going which I think all of us are facing like just a, a deficit of energy in general but the opportunity just has fueled me, which is really, really a cool thing. And again, just so grateful for the opportunity. So cool. So like, can you share how, you know, this kind of happened or how, you know, how this opportunity presented itself to you? Like, were you expecting it? You know, especially like during this time, was this something that, you know, that you have been wanting to do? I mean, like take us a little bit, you know, back to, you know, I read your bio obviously, but take us a little bit back to like, you know, who you are, kind of how you got to be here and, and then now, you know, being here, like what that's like. 
Sure. So, I mean, one of the, the amazing things that I shared with some, some friends and then colleagues when my new job was announced in um, CEW and then WWD, et cetera, was I have this awesome picture of me when I was in middle school. And I'll paint the picture for everybody who's listening, which is I have on an old Navy sweater. So it's kind of dated, but old Navy sweater, which was very cool at the time, a turtleneck. And I have black and gold braces with frizzy hair. And I'm standing in front of a, a, a poster board. So no digital technology, no cool screens, no PowerPoint presenting about my science fair project on skin science. And I was just so proud to win, you know, the, the suburban um, middle school science fair for this project. So I used that picture and I said like, okay, this is how it started and this is how it's going. You know, me in CEW being the GM of, you know, such an amazing brand. And, you know, it's just, it's cool for me because it's really coming to fruition of something that I wanted. And, um, to get the opportunity to lead. But the, this role itself, I, while it's something that I imagined that I would want someday, I was actually on our global team. So I was working with the labs and really thrilled. And I remember this summer going for a walk with a friend of mine and saying like, I feel so good. Like I really am getting into this job and this is exciting. And I can do this for a while. And I like planning out the next couple of years and building the team. And then the opportunity happened because um, the role, the person who I replaced actually became the president of our division, which is amazing uh, at L'Oreal. And, you know, when it happened, I kind of said to my boss at the time, and I said to my husband, I was like, I wonder if there's a chance this could be me <laughs> to, to take the next step. But, um, but it really was, you know, both a very long road and also uh, timing wise was a surprise. You know, it wasn't something that I was gunning for because I was so happy in my job, which, you know, doesn't happen very often. So it's pretty, I feel very fortunate to be very happy in my job, you know, two, two years in a row, um, for sure. That's amazing. And, you know, congrats again. And thank you for sharing that. And I love that you shared, you know, like the middle school picture. And, you know, I mean, I think that's a really good reminder for anyone listening that, you know, it's like that song, you know, start from the bottom. Now I'm here. People think that, you know, just because of social media and whatever they may read and whatever it may be, you know, they see something like something of you being in, you know, WWD or, you know, some major publication and they just think like, oh, wow, like, look at how amazing, you know, they are. And, you know, you are, but they don't think about the actual picture that's behind it, the actual little girl that you just described and everything it took from that moment to where you are now and you expressing the happiness that you felt you know, in your job. And as you said, many don't necessarily always feel, especially I think in more of the quote unquote corporate situation of what you're describing. And so I'm curious for you, you know, what does that happiness look like? How do you align yourself to be so happy in your job? Because I think others listening, you know, would really want to hear about that and potentially learn from that because I feel like there is so much pivoting going on now. There is so much transformation within the industry. There's a lot happening right now and it's going to continue to really, I believe, um, change and shake up, you know, our industries and, and our future as far as jobs are concerned. So, you know, how do you find and define those that happiness? For sure. So, I mean, for me, and I, I kind of, so as a professor, I have to give kind of the pivot advice often for the students, you know, because they're often thinking about, all right, I'm taking these classes, I'm meeting people from other companies or other, you know, industries, and I'm thinking about that pivot. And I always ask them, I say, well, why are you, 
are you green in your job? Like, are you like, I'm really happy. I'm learning. I'm engaged. I'm adding value. I feel good when I go to work. Are you yellow where you're like, some parts are good. Some's not. I'm starting to feel a little bit stuck. Or are you red, which is like, get me out of here. I can't do this anymore. And you know, it's, and it's not fleeting. It's not like you have one bad day, but you consistently have kind of that feeling. And then after people can identify like, okay, I'm green and I'm good, but I want to think about the future. That's one conversation or I'm yellow and I'm like getting some things out of it, but maybe I need a stretch project or maybe I want to consider, you know, a move to a different part of where I'm working or, you know, maybe I want to consider extra education or something like that. Or you really, you, you know, it's not working for you. So if it's not, I ask people the, the second question, which is, okay, let's make three columns and say, things that I am good at, that I enjoy, things that I want to learn and where I want to grow. And then the third one, which has very much changed for me, I think in becoming a mom and, and having, you know, more complexity to life than being able to kind of say yes to opportunities, which is what do I need right now in my life? And I've had so many mentors that recently have really made that part, that third part, an important part of the conversation of what do you want to do and how do you want to find happiness in your job? So I think the, what am I good at? What, what do I want to learn? Um, and kind of, where do I want to go? But also that, that piece about life and what do I want more and more people, you know, the past, this pandemic, I think has taught us that, um, you know, not to take anything for granted, but also like you, you can find different ways to be flexible or, um, where you want to go with your career or your personal life and where you want to get that positive energy from for sure. I love that. And I like that you broke it down to red, yellow, green, because I think like that, you know, it's such a simple way of explaining it, but it really is like so true, no matter what job you're in, you know, whether you are your own entrepreneur, you work for a corporate or work for someone else or whatever it may be, it's true. Like you can look at it in those three simple ways and say like, where am I? you know, and, 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 you know, what's happening right now. And so I guess my next question to you would be, obviously for you, it's been green. It's been very, I'm very happy. And I'm, I'm in a place, I love from what you're telling me, I'm, you know, I'm in a place of, you know, true enjoyment and learning and thriving and all those things. How do you think someone achieves that and stays in that green zone? I think, you know, and, and I've been really lucky that the most recently I felt that way, but I've definitely have ebbs and flows of kind of, I would say more the yellow and, and maybe just for people that this could be helpful for imagining that, you know, and so that, you know, when you're yellow, how to avoid red, like, all right, then do I need to push myself in different ways? So even if you're going to make a move, you know, you can make a move when you're green, you can make a move when you're yellow, you can add a different part or take on something else or start something cool or connect with people differently when you're in the green and yellow space, you don't have to wait for that red. Um, and I think that's one thing that has really driven me, you know, not just in work, but also in finding personal projects or other organizations I want to be part of, or people that I want to, you know, connect with, getting me out of that kind of yellow space, stuck space and back into the green. It's, it really fuels me in, in all the different ways too. So I think that's really important. Like, don't wait until you feel that red feeling. If you do, that's fine, but you've got to like talk to people and get out of that situation in one way or another. Um, I mean, it goes for, our, I think all, all parts of our life, not just work, but um, for me, it's been really being conscious and checking in with myself and, uh, and the, my, my circle around me. Okay. I love that you said that because I completely agree with you. And I love that you said, you know, it's not just work. So let's, you know, let, let's go into that. You know, you are a yeah. mother 
two young sons, you know, you are, you know, working and doing this amazing position as well as being, you know, full to very much full-time mom, like the rest of us. And so, you know, how do you also keep things like you just said, really intentional when it comes to being a mom and how are you, you know, making those ebbs and flows work? Because I personally hate the word balance. So I thrown it out the window, but you know, how are you making those ebbs and flows work that you spoke to and how, what is that looking like in motherhood for you with everything? Well, first of all, I also hate balance. So I'm with you because balance is uncomfortable. <laughs> like we do yoga to balance to make our muscles stronger, right? And But it doesn't necessarily feel good all the time. Um, stretching can feel good, but balance is really tough. And I like to think about it that, um, and I think you and I talked about this when we were really connecting on one of those like late nights where you're trying to do everything and you just realize you can't. But um, you can't get an A in everything. And I, I'm somebody who, you know, you can tell from my bio and even like my career that public career, I would say, it's like, obviously that's what you want. You want to be able to try to achieve it all. And I think motherhood throws a loop in there that some days I'm getting an A in boss and I'm getting an A in career lady and an A in employee and whatever. But other days, those same days, I might be getting like a C in mom or a D in wife or, you know, E in sister. <laughs> and you have to kind of be okay with those, that, that flexing and that, you know, you're, some days you might like those rare occasions when you do awesome, that's great, but you shouldn't have that be the ultimate goal. It's, I think of it as like a sliding scale. And I like to give myself kind of credit um, on those days that happen. And, you know, this week, on, on Tuesday, I had to film, we've been obviously doing a lot of things virtually and I was filming a presentation and I got up early and I drove into the studio and I did the filming and it was great. I wrote an awesome speech. Well, I mean, let's see how it goes, but I, I think it was really great. But you know, I missed my son's bus drop off. He took the school bus for the first time because they went back to school in person and my husband did it and the bus was late. And you know, all of that was okay because I was able to do it at work. But that night I came home and I was burned and I had to like really think about why do I feel so horrible after accomplishing so much at work today? And it was like, because I felt that pull because I felt that on my heart and I was sad about it. But you know, the next day I got up and we enjoyed going to the bus stop and it was great. And I was late for a meeting. So, you know, it's not, I don't want to ever let anybody down. I think it's one of my toughest things, but I have realized to be okay with the sliding scale of, of, you know, getting those A's and, and not always being perfect, but being able to also be proud of being able to accomplish uh, different pieces at different times. I love that. And I really appreciate that you broke it down of like, literally like grades, like, hey, some days I'm going to be killing it here and other days I'm going to be failing there. And it's like, you know, I think the more we allow that, like right now, as you hear Arlie slamming her toys into uh, my uh, mirror door in here, she woke up early from her nap <laughs> and I didn't want to cancel our podcast. And I was like, you know what, let's do it. Like, let's just go for it. You know, and there's some days where I can bring it and I can do it and I can kind of, you know, multitask and be, you know, watching her and still be recording. And there's other days where I have to just say, you know what, I'm so sorry, we have to reschedule. You know, my, my daughter's not cooperating and, you know, it is what it is, you know? And so I love yeah. that said that because I think that there's like some really good silver linings that have obviously come in my opinion from this pandemic of like how you were talking about like that grace for yourself and like allowing yourself to go from red yellow to green in different spaces of your life and to like know that it's totally okay and that like it's totally normal and like you said like some days you're a total boss 
you know, with what you're doing other days, you're like, oh, I'm like barely getting by like, hey, but I'm here, you know, and I think that exactly people forget that, you know, I think I think it was like, especially before the pandemic, we all myself included, were like such slaves to just making everything happen, no matter what, even at like the detriment of ourselves. Right, absolutely. I think like the notion of your whole self to work has, it's, you know, people are okay with the fact I did the same thing today, by the way, my nanny had to come in late, which was fine because I thought, oh, I don't have anything else going on this morning. It'll be great. I'll spend time with my two and a half year old after I get the six year old on the bus and just, you know, crush it. And of course, early meeting needed to deal with something, decided to create the floor picnic on the towel with lots and lots of snacks, you know, underneath my desk. <laughs> and eventually, <laughs> you know, I just had to have James sit on my lap. <laughs> like, and I just had to say, guys, I'm with you. I'm paying attention. I'm here, but I just want to let you know that James is sitting on my lap and they were like, okay. And, you know, I think it's important to show, show not just that. I mean, that's obviously an easy example that we all are seeing over and over again in media. It's like, you know, the kids sitting on the lap, but, but it's also just the fact that you're trying so hard. You're trying to tell people that you're focused and you're paying attention and you just have to share, like, I can do this, but I also want to tell you what else is going on. And that's really bringing your whole self to work. If, if companies really want us to do that, or people really want us to do that, when, then they got to be okay when we really do. So <laughs> that's it. I believe it very much. Yes. I love that. And I love that you shared that. I mean, I think that's just, you know, it's, it's so important for people to hear, especially moms. I will, you know, a lot of moms that listen and it's just so important, especially for new moms, you know, your boys are how old? six and two. Yeah. So they're pretty young. So it's like, you know, so it just shows like, Hey, look at you, you know, you're figuring it out and, but you're being real about it too, which I appreciate. You know, a friend said to me the other day when I had, um, William, my older son come in and say hello. I also said, you know what, William, do you want to see what I'm doing? And I, I didn't create like a don't come in, but I also was like, all right, I need to get back to my work and focus. And he was like, okay. And you know, she, she said to me, she was like, yeah, I want my son to say, oh, I'm, I'm going to grow up and be like mom and I'm going to work like this too. And it's, I think it's really cool. I think it's changing um, for that also, you know, it's, it's showing what we do and making sure it's okay. And once they get older, they, they get it and they understand that that's work and this is home and I'm going to come say hi and that's okay, but then I'm going to leave you alone and you're going to focus just like when I'm, you know, in the middle of doing something I want to be doing too. I, you know, it's, it's tricky and not always perfect, <laughs> but, but I think it is important. Yeah, definitely. It's true. I mean, and it is tricky, like you said, and, you know, and I think that when you were just saying, like, you know, more and more, we're starting to, like, show that, like, that's what's going on. And I feel like that's also really powerful, because it's brought this, like, real human aspect to everybody. Like, we're all in it. We're all dealing with it. We're all figuring out and managing and navigating the best we can. And I feel like even though that's been difficult for, I would say, for pretty much all of us, at least everyone I've spoken to, you know, and myself included, I think that also it's kind of created, in my opinion, like a a real community with people. I mean, even with like, even with work, like people understanding that like, you know, I just can't get that to you right this minute. Or like, I can't be 100% focused because I have my little one in front of me, but like, let's talk and like, see what we can get done here. And I feel like it's, it's given this like kind of beautiful grace in a way in such a like messy time. I totally agree. I think there's so much more humanity and just vulnerability and people sharing how they feel like, because we're all feeling so much that there's a moment where you just have to, you know, it's, it's all of us just acknowledging it with some empathy for each other and saying, I've only got 10 minutes, but I'm going to give it to you. And, 
you know, every time I say something, I feel like for the past year, I've been saying like, thank you so much for giving me this time. Like, I know that this time is precious and I appreciate it so much more than I ever did because, you know, I don't know, it's, 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 um, it's very important. And I think you're right. Like it's an empathy, it's a humanity, it's a community uh, bigger than, bigger than all of us were kind of dealing with. And frankly, we have weird schedules now. Like we have both more time and less time in some strange way. Yes. Oh my gosh. So true. And I love that you said that, but like, you know, the humanity piece of it and the vulnerability, because I feel like I have like actually really enjoyed getting to know so many people on such a deeper level than I ever did before. Totally. And I mean, even just me, like you and I, like, I remember us picking up the phone and I was like, okay, let me tell you about my day, <laughs> you know, right away. And it's, it's neat because I think people are creating those open connections so much sooner because it's the walls are removed. Like it's, we're all kind of used to it at this point. Yeah. It's so, it's so true. I do remember that. Like when you called me and, and, and we were working on a project for you and you're like, Hey, before we get into it, let me just like tell you about my day and sorry, our time pushed. And I'm like, Oh, it's all good. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm nursing right now currently. Exactly. I was like, Oh, that makes me happy. I love that. Like, That's great. That makes me feel better. You know, and then everybody kind of realizes they're doing it and then you connect more and then you build more trust and then work is easier, you know, going back to kind of full circle on the career conversation. Like, I, I don't think that these things are a detriment. I think they're helping people build relationships that ultimately make them smarter and happier and more efficient um, in, in some respects too. Yeah. So, I mean, so true. I like so, so, so many gems there because again, you just like brought so much vulnerability and realness in just a few sentences. And I think it like really echoed like what we're all feeling and like, and it's, you know, um, I think it's a, a very, you know, it's a, it's a lesson, you know, it's a learning time for all of us. We're all, you know, it's funny as someone said to me the other day, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, make sure that I, you know, I'm surviving. And I said, look, that's all, that's all we can do right now. All of us, you know, if you thrive some days, great, but you know, if all you do is survive right now, then, you know, that's okay too. And I think that there's also like, I don't know about you, but like, I see a lot of people, you know, wanting to like show up and be their very best every single day. And I think that's great. But I also think that it's okay, like you said, to be so human and to be vulnerable. Like, would you mind sharing? I remember when we were on the phone and you were like interviewing me, we were chatting and doing our project and which you guys I'll share when I'm allowed to share. But um, we were talking and you were telling me you had an interview, right? And something happened like during the interview or right before the interview. Um, I'm trying to remember it was something with mom life and I'm trying to remember what it was now. Um, oh my gosh, I have such mom brain. I had it in my head and then Arlie was pulling on me. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's been, there's been some really cool moments with people where, you know, I'm just, I'm talking to people, I'm connecting to people. And because of the nature of the topics, which like definitely is centered on, on motherhood and all the things that we're all dealing with. And, you know, it's like, people are like, you know what? I got to call you back. My kid just threw up or like, oh, hold on. Actually, I think, I think that wasn't, I think work. that's what it was. I think, I think that <laughs> yeah. it was like, I think there was like something like someone, someone threw up and it was like, and like someone had to get on a zoom or something and they just like showed up. I can't remember the exact. No, story. you, you like, you can't make it up because it's just, there's so many of them. I mean, the other day I was on a call and it was super important. And all you could hear in the background was like, I need paint. I need paint. And I'm like, why, why do you need paint right now? Why, what, how are you possibly going to do an art project with paint right this second? I was like, 
excuse me, I'll be right back. And meanwhile, like you don't mute yourself and you know that you're, run, you're on, like running down the hallway and getting the paint out of the closet and pulling it out, you know, and it's, it's but it's, it's real. It's authentically what we're all dealing with. And those are obviously the, the happy, silly ones that you can talk about later, but there's so many more big, heavy things going on. And sometimes you just need to ask people if they're okay. And if they don't want to talk about it or they don't want to see it, you've got to give them a minute. Like, I think we're all moving so fast in between so many things. And I'm so gracious, like grateful again for people giving me any moment of time to talk about anything that's not just sustaining right now. You know, there's, it's incredible. Um, and it's really, it feels even more special to do that when you're like, yep, I know you're, you're working and you're cleaning your house and you're cooking and you're trying to decide what's going to happen next for, you know, your loved ones and your health and your kid just threw up and you're still giving me your time and your point of view so that we can make an impact, you know, to support working women. That's, that's powerful. That like motivates me and keeps me going. I love that. Well, and so to that note, you know, what would you share like are some things that you do and you've done, especially during this time to continue to like bring it back to you to be so intentional, to be able to feel good? Like what would be some things that you would share, you know, with others listening, especially moms that may, you know, may need it? I mean, I think that the, the when you know you hit the limit, um, it's it's silly, but I'm going back to like the green, yellow, red situation. I know when I have a, a week ahead that I need to build in extra time where I need to say, okay, I need, I need my mom to come help, or I need my husband to take on some extra time. Or frankly, I just need to put on eight episodes of the Octonauts in a row and I'm going to be okay. <laughs> with it. Like it's true. And, <laughs> and if you can anticipate it a little bit, sometimes, even if you can't avoid it, right. If you can anticipate a little bit, like, oh my gosh, this week is going to really suck then sometimes I feel that it makes you feel less stressed when it happens instead of getting to that moment and being like, I need an hour. I need to take a bath. I need to do the, do the Peloton. I need, and you know, and that piece is important to me. Um, I also have been both exercising more, but in shorter amounts of time. So if I can squeeze in 15 minutes of a walk or a half an hour or doing a call while on the Peloton, which I've realized you can do with your headphones, but you have to be careful if your wireless headphones and swap to the Peloton in the middle of the call. Not <laughs> um, and snacks, I think is my last final motivator. I have realized how much I um, have been stretching myself when all of a sudden I'm like irritable and exhausted and realize that it's just because I probably haven't gotten out of my chair and gotten some water and eaten a snack. So now I really try to make myself like get up, walk around, take a deep breath, reset, give, you know, those extra, those click between meetings and conversations that we're all doing that extra couple of minutes might mean a whole hell of a lot to you. And it might be nothing to, you know, other people or just give them a heads up. Like, Hey, I just need to start this five minutes later, or, Hey, I'm going to be 10 minutes you know, walk outside, take a deep breath, go to the bathroom, drink some water, make yourself a tea, have something delicious. Giving those little pauses for me has been really key in this time. And I don't think I was doing them for the, frankly, like from March until May, I don't think I did it at all, um, which wasn't sustainable, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 first of all, I was laughing when you were saying about Peloton and switching over. I'm like, oh, that's so like hashtag like Zoom struggles or whatever. Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, or Zoom fails or whatever. Oh my God. Yes. So funny. I, I don't Peloton, but I know a lot of people who do. So I'm just share that with my friends and be like, just a heads up. Don't, right. don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah. Watch, watch that your um, 
speaker of your phone doesn't go to hearing, right? you know, the background noise. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I know. So I've had to do the same thing even when I like, had the baby monitor on my phone. I'm like, oh, let me turn the sound off. All of a sudden it's going to be static while I'm talking. Like so many things that we've had to obviously like change and pivot and, and navigate and, you know, but I love that you mentioned about the pauses and just those little moments, how, you know, important those are. And I think that those are, you know, those are something all of us can do, you know, no matter where we are um, in this, you know, situation. And I think that that's just like really simple, but like, like you just said, like really powerful, like they add up. Yeah. Just the, the walk around the block or walk to the end of the driveway or open your window, look outside, like take a deep breath. It sounds really silly and sounds like something too when people say that to you when you're really stressed out you're like sure okay great but then when you actually do it I think you realize like you know you don't send that email or you don't start off that next call in a different mood than maybe that other person gave you and you're ready to give people more full attention and you're less distracted I've been really really trying hard to do less multitasking but that's meaning that I'm putting in a lot more hours, you know, later. And so I've had to figure out how to build these breaks in to kind of keep myself going, frankly. It, it's, it's tough. Yeah. But like you just said, it's tough, but you're, but you're figuring different things out to make it work that, you know, that work that works for you. And obviously like we've all learned, especially in this time, not everything that someone else does is going to work for you. We all have different things that works. We always did, but I think it just became more known to us that, you know, that we found, we find like our own way of doing things versus maybe what society is telling us to do. Totally. And that's so key. Like, you know, my tips and advice of things that do that make me feel good might not necessarily work for you, but just telling you to carve out that little bit of time, even if it's just this, the click over, which I joke with people where they're like, weren't we just on that last call? And she was just there, but we're waiting for her. It's like, maybe she needed to stand up and take a deep breath and go to the bathroom and come back. Like, just let it go. Um, and I think that's, that's the best tip I can give just for the, for the day-to-day -day piece versus the big picture, which is definitely trying to set some boundaries and ask for help. Um, for sure. And give yourself, as we were saying, grace, give yourself grace with what people are doing. It, this is much lasting, I think much longer than any of us anticipated, especially moms who were like adding in screen time and giving the extra snacks and doing all those things like, yep, but guess what? It's still okay. And you're still, you know, you still, you still love your children just as much. You just need to make sure that you're filling yourself up or you can't give it to them either. Yeah, so true. I mean, as Arlie's climbing up on me, she's like, okay, I've been good. Now I'm going to climb on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's when I start, that's when I start finding things from my desk. I'm like, here's a, here's a clicking pen that you can take apart. <laughs> right. I know. I, yeah. I know. It's, it's I gave her like every toy imaginable on the ground to like play with and she's crawling all over and I get to then now she's learning how to pull herself up. So she literally pulls herself up on me like, hi. I'm here. <laughs> my, my little, my little boss over here. Hi. Um, right. so before I let you go, is there anything else that you'd want to share with us as far as anything, you know, coming work-wise or, you know, anything to, to promote anything you want anyone to, you know, of course, know, or, you know, and just any other gems before I let you go. And then of course, plug yourself and tell us where to find you and follow you. Of course. Well, I mean, I think just for everybody, um, to continue to take care of yourselves. And certainly, you know, for me, I've found it from all different places. Obviously I work for a skincare brand. That's one of the best ways you can treat yourself and take care of it. So that's certainly something that I always recommend to people and find what works for you. 
Um, yeah, speak to that for a minute, like not to cut you off, but like, but speak to that for a minute. Like, I mean, I agree with you. Skincare can be such a, a self-care and a self-love. Speak to that a little bit. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's something that I get asked about all the time. Obviously I've worked on some pretty awesome brands with some pretty amazing products. And I just, I think it's one of those things right now too. Like we're talking about what can you do for yourself? Well, you know, the fact that you're on a, a screen or you're at home or, you know, you might be going in and putting on a mask every day for 14 hours a day that you weren't doing before. Um, and thank you so much to all those people who are doing that every single day right now. Right. But you got to take care of that skin underneath. And I know like those that mask me and dryness and everything is real. And it can make that day that already is so long even worse. So I just encourage people to not only drink water and don't you know dehydrate yourself too much, <laughs> um, but also to make sure you're moisturizing and finding what works and don't be overly aggressive uh, and, and patch test you know, new things you're going to try. But you know, it's definitely something where I've seen a, a huge interest and push um, in finding really good efficacious products to take care of your skin right now too. Um, it's something that we all can take care of. Uh, and I think that, you know, we're all very much aware of our bodies and the health, um, health right now. Yeah, definitely. So true. Do you have a favorite, like, like go-to that you would recommend to those listening? Sure. Well, I mean, I have, I have a couple, obviously from, from a SkinCeuticals perspective, I can tell you what I use now, which I sent some of them to you, Allie. So you'll have to let, let me know what you think. But I think everybody needs an antioxidant. Everybody needs a vitamin C. Um, SkinCeuticals is, you know, the antioxidant authority because we have the patents and we're, our founding, um, our founding dermatologist physician was the one who really uh, uncovered um, the benefits of antioxidants in skin as part of your total protection. But you know, vitamin C in general, just make sure it's formulated right, and you'll be able to find one for you. Um, and then hydration is key right now, no matter where you are in what part of the country, you still want to make sure you're hydrating your skin. And certainly with a lot of treatments and things that people are doing, especially because they're home, they're like over scrubbing to make sure they're really clean or trying out peels, peels or trying out acids um, or serums, just make sure you're being gentle and kind to your skin when you're trying them out, certainly find what works and you know, you'll get results. Like having a good moisturizer. I love our SkinCeuticals Triple Lipid. I also love Kiehl's Ultra Facial Cream. And I'm also a, a CeraVe fan. So those would be my, my recos for the moisturizer world, kind of depending on what you need. Um, and then otherwise, you know, I get a lot of questions about acne. So that's really making sure you're finding products that have the right active ingredients, you know, products that have salicylic acid in it um, that aren't going to be over harsh and over drying, but also going to help to treat, uh, you know, the, your skin concerns, particularly with acne or mask me and soothing your skin and irritation. So it doesn't stay in a breakout cycle. And that frankly, as you can tell, I could literally talk about that for, for hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll have but, to have you back to talk about just that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we, we can talk about seasonal skincare needs. I can, I can get us um, an esthetician or someone to speak about if that's of interest to everybody. But, um, but yeah, that's definitely one thing that I'd recommend for me. And um, yeah, you can find me. I'm May Kramer on Instagram um, and uh, LinkedIn, I'm Stephanie Kramer, and just very much available for, for people if they have questions. I certainly want to make sure that, especially for my moms, my working moms, that you're taking care of yourselves. And I am a huge champion of working women, particularly working women in pregnancy, and more to come in that space as well. Amazing. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being here and sharing all these amazing gems and congrats to you again on the incredible position with 
pumpkin squiggles and everything. And until next time, guys, cheers and take care of yourself. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.